brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show. Yeah, it. it's, it's just a one-hour show. Just a one-hour show, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt to make a joke about being entertaining. We used to say we were entertaining for 20 minutes or so, but... We've given up now. Yeah, I just I've pretty Can't much wife says you're standard. entertaining for about twenty seconds, Harm. That's what she said. All right, so <laughs> this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. Thanks, pleasure to be in the basement. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. I'm really excited for the crepe Suzette today. We don't have that here in the basement. We just have moisture and rats and coronavirus. So <laughs> I was hopeful that the crepes would be dessert. Uh, not happening. So, and good old boy Justin. Good morning, Bob. Good to be here in the basement. And good old boy Harmeet. Merci, Monsieur Bob. I have brought the Lyme disease for the coronavirus. That works for me. Look at it this way: it can't last. I mean, it's coronavirus made in China, right? How long can it last? Like a weekend? <laughs> That's really, right. you know. Uh, <laughs> So Brent Moore and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states and two countries. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a cha- passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Total scam. You guys drink and make money. Mm-hmm. We're five hundred one c three, buddy. Mm. Well, you give the money away too. It's just the best of both worlds. Exactly. Salute. We give away money and I we drink. To you, my friend. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. And you can turn uh, fine spirits into a five hundred one c three and just drink and give money. Pretty much, away. my day job is a nonprofit. It's at least according to my accountant this year. <laughs> so I asked him if yeah. I'm you know getting any perks out of that, and he said no. It just handed me a bill with the, so. with the rent after the new construction we've done. It's probably a nonprofit this year too. Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the enigmatic machines that eventually, eventually one day, work again. One day. One day. Ooh, they are rotting away. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Where you can enjoy wine, spirits, and other lovely beverages by the glass, you can find them at www.finespirits.net. We had to wash 200 Glencairns yesterday because we were enjoying too many by the glass. Insane. Good and tasting, we're also uh, sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out all about the society and their events, you can check them out at ftlws.com. So our SIP segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much any beverage you can get down your throat. And today's show, we're going to be discussing some uh, lovely whiskeys from France from Armoric. So... What are you smiling at? You don't like that? It's very good. 
You don't I've been transported okay. to a little let cafe. Me, let me change it. Okay. Now, here. in honor of our special guest, I've created dinner mandu. Mandu. <laughs> First, <laughs> we have French fries. There you go. Freedom fries. And French. French dressing. And? And French bread. <gasps> and to drink. <gasps> Ta-da. Peru. Yeah. Okay. Is that better? Does that get your sensibilities going? Come on. It's a good John Cusack movie. Come on. Wee oui, wee. Oui. That's the one that has the hamburger that plays Van Halen. Come on. Yes. Better off dead. You can't beat Is that. that. Better off dead. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Come God. on. Yeah. Love I haven't that movie. seen that since the eighties. Love that movie. The cheeseburger comes and stands up, and starts playing the idiot Van Halen guitar. Come on. Oh God, you guys stink. All right. Well, here's a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. We have the Armoric Classic. We have the Armoric Sherry Finish. We have the Armoric Double Maturation, the Armoric Armagnac Cast Finish, and the Armoric Trigos. So against my vast better judgment, we're going to have Justin read the sips ratings. Oh, God. Here we go. Ah, merci, Bob. Oh, God. It sounds like... Pepe Le Pew got abused or something. Uh, Pepe Le Pew is a little more. Oh, my God. Okay. Their first writing is one. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. <laughs> it's like Pepe Le Pew and Maria Chevalier had a baby. Two sips. A very special baby. Oh, my gosh. Nice, but what else do you have, huh? Three sips. Mmm. Interesting. What was this again? It's not getting any better. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Still not getting any better. Nope. No. Not even close. Last chance. Five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, oh my goodness. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. This just in on my phone. Newsflash, France just left NATO. <laughs> <sighs> I hope you're happy. You just cost us an ally. Okay. Uh, parties weren't meant to last. <laughs> Dear Lord. <sighs> All right, so we're going <laughs> to... We're going to have Maury uh, tell us a little bit about Armorick and try to uh, uh, see what he can salvage of American-Franco relations. Uh, I, I don't know that so. I can salvage it, but I'll try. So Armorick Single Malt Whiskey is a French single malt made at the Warrington Distillery in Lanyon, Brittany. Founded in 1900 by Leon Waringham, the distillery first specialized in the production of fruit and plant liqueurs and creams. Its first product, Elixir d'Amorique, was an award-winning distillate made from a blend of, fifth of 35 different plants and is still being marketed today, over a century later. In 1919, Léon's son, Henri, took over and continued diversifying the product range, adding various liqueurs, including mint, blackcurrant, and kirsch. Subsequently, this, the distillery was taken over by Yves Lazar in association with Paul Henri, the third generation of the Waringhams. And the Lazor family continues this family business to this day, making various liqueurs, beer, and whiskey. 
The Americ single malt has its roots dating back to the 80s when Waringham Distillery sales director lobbied the firm to branch out into the manufacture of single malt whiskey. In 1987, Gilles Lazor created a blend. Gilles. Gilles, yep. Gilles, Gilles Lazor. Gilles. You have to have, so you have to have, yep. Gilles. <laughs> <Yes>. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Created Hold on, blend. I still have that app from the cheese show we did with the sexy chick, uh, French girl that did the cheese noises. Maybe she can I, do it first. I just love the way your eyebrows went up when you said Gilles. I am being sexy when I do this. <laughs> you do not understand me. Well, thank you for that correction. Uh, they created a blend known as the WB. The Americ, the first Breton single malt whiskey. Is that that lousy TV network that has like no they shows on it nobody watches? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Come on, man. Oh, come on. I miss, I miss WB. Buffy was great. Buffy was awesome. Brittany shares a but Celtic culture, climate, and Josh. land. Right, with its British. Irish and Scottish cousins. Supported by a coastal, rainy, stormy climate, the Breton character finds its full expression in the whiskeys carefully developed by Gilles Lesor. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Yeah. Americ is made from 100% French malted barley and is double distilled in traditional copper pot stills. The new make whiskey is distilled over the course of two days. The stripping run is done on the first day and the spirit stored until the next day. It is then run through the spirit still where it comes off around 70% ABV. Today, the distillery is overseen by Gilles' son-in-law, David Roussier, keeping the Daddy. baton. <laughs> David. Don't stab him. Don't stab him. Sorry. I can see you look. Tradition of distilling in the family. So let's try our first whiskey. You notice he has WB on his hat, too. Yeah. Sure yeah. Apparently, he's a Buffy fan. So yes. That's right. Okay, the first expression today is the Americ Classic, 92 proof or 46% ABV, non-chill filtered. It won a gold medal at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2014. This expression is a blend of whiskey aged to, in two different casks. The majority are refill bourbon casks made from American white oak with a small number of refill sherry butts made from Spanish oak. So this whiskey, uh, like all of them today from Amrick, is a very light, pale uh, straw color. You don't I'm, have enough whiskey in your glass. This is closer to copper. Uh, I beg to differ. But I took more okay. whiskey. Yes, you did. Ah, oh, you admitted it. Um, the nose. You're a complete bastard and we'll hate it. The WB also brought us Bugs Bunny. Toasted bread, vanilla, dried fruit, some flour, citrus, and a hint of marzipan. On the palate, very pleasant. A little bit light. Uh, you get a little honey, a little spice, a little vanilla, uh, citrus peel, and there's the slightest little hint of smoke. Slight hint of smoke? Yeah, slight. <laughs> Here we go, <laughs> Brad. This is not Another a smoky award. whiskey, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's faint. <laughs> it's got a, a medium finish. Uh, I thought, uh, all in all, a very nice whiskey, very well crafted, beautiful entry level, everyday sipper. You could sip this all day. It's it's light, it's pleasant, it's lively, very well made. Um, I, I really found it very enjoyable. Justin, what'd you think? So in the beginning, there's like a lot of balance of uh I thought he was going to go Genesis on me in the beginning. There was the heaven and the earth. Okay. <laughs> and the the more that air hits this, the more of the toasted bread that i get it kind of reminds me of a fresh basket of parker house rolls on the palate i got um honey spice vanilla 
The smoke became more prominent with air, and so did the citrus. And like Morath, found that the finish was medium. What do you think, Harm? I think you guys are complete bastards, and I disagree with you. No, actually, you're pretty much right, but it's more than the medium finish. We can talk about it after the break. We'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we are discussing some of the lovely whiskeys from Armrick, French single malt. And I think Harm was just going to give us some of his pearls of wisdom. Oh, the pearls. The pearls that are so beautiful. Um, You're only dim, you're a punk. <laughs> and a pretty second-rate punk at that. There you go. That's what we think of you. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad you have me here on the whiskey. Richard show. Burton doesn't like you, so how how cool can you possibly be? Richard Burton was an imperialist. You wish you were him. Anyway, I uh, I got I didn't get the marzipan that Maury got, but uh, pretty much I like that. I got hazelnuts, toasted bread. I, I'm not quite sure about the Parker House rolls there, Justin, but they're not that sweet. Uh, on the palate, it was fairly pretty: citrus peel, honey. Mm. And with the water, the smoke did come out, but not a lot. And I don't consider this a light whiskey. I kind of think it's medium. It has some nice body to it. Um, and I, the, the finish is, is good with a little retro nasal smoke as you breathe out. Quite, quite lovely. I enjoyed it. Brent, how much do you hate this? <laughs> what do you mean, how much do I hate it? I'm going to add a little bit of water. <laughs> Had a bottle of water to that whiskey. <laughs> no, when I added a couple drops of water, the smoke really came out on this one. But it was still fruity at the same time. Yeah, you know, I got so it was, it was like like oranges and smoke, like you're like in a like in an orange smokehouse. I've it, never been. I know. I neither have I. But that's what I could imagine it could be like. You know. But it was. It was a. But it was Barbecued a nice balance. Oranges, of it. I guess. I don't know. I and it was a nice balance of it, though. It was a nice balance of the fruit. Nice balance of the. Like it wasn't overly smoky. You know. But like when it says a faint hint of smoke. No, it was more than that. But it wasn't. Wasn't out of balance. So it was actually it was a, enjoyable to to drink. That especially when I added the water. Skag and. Ardbeg and Kalila yesterday. Right, exactly. Some of those so, get. This uh, is a faint hint of smoke to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's a it's a nice balance to it. You know, Bob. You know why? You know why he wasn't a fireman, right? You know. <laughs> I think this is a great whiskey. You make it up a lot. I, I have to agree with Mister Happy over here. I I don't consider this really a light whiskey. It's got a very nice viscosity to it. Um. It's got a got a very fresh nose. It's you know I I think that's just sort of a characteristic of their spirit. It's that that sort of fruity character because most of the ones we've tried today sort of have that fruitiness to it. But yeah, a lot a lot of the whiskeys today had were very fruit forward. Mm. <clears throat> kind of like a Glenwell, but a lot less citrusy. Yeah, but on the palate, it's it's all like honey and treacle and a little bit of spice and uh, some citrus peel. They're really well done. Yeah, I mean it's it's I I think it's a lovely spirit. Um, yeah, I I I don't get the marzipan on the nose, but I I definitely get it on the back palate after you swallow. It's not, it doesn't come out as marzipan to me. I mean, I feel like marzipan's sweeter and richer. This is uh, it's more hazelnut. And no, yeah, you definitely front. get the nuts in it. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. more fruity though. You know, I'm just talking about the front. The fr fruit's all in the mid palate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the fruit is definitely centered in the center of the tongue. You get that little bit of sharpness on the front, and then you get the sweetness down the back, and then the fruit's all in the middle. So 
Um, you know, it's got a good mouth coating, you know, real good feel to it. Um, yeah, I thought it was lovely. So we're going to rate the Armorette Classic three sips. Interesting. So we're going to be going on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. So our next whiskey is Amorique Sherry Finish. 92 proof, 46% alcohol by volume, and it's non-chill filtered. It won the gold medal in the San Francisco Spirits Competition back in 2017. This whiskey is aged in refill bourbon casks and then finished for several months in refill sherry butts. And I do love big butts, I cannot lie. That is true. I have heard him say that on many occasions. Sherry butts are big. Yes, very big. Big round. (laughs) I never knew sherry, but, you know, if you say so. Oh, sherry. Yeah. So malty notes with brown sugar on the nose. I got some honey and cocoa on the palate. The first thing that hits me is malt, followed by vanilla and allspice, then some honey, dark coffee, and a little bit of star anise on the finish. And I thought the finish was a medium length. Bob, what did you think? Look, this isn't a Romulan labor camp. I don't have to answer your questions. <laughs> and I don't give a damn what you think. There you go. Did you get this the, the, the app so you can watch the new show? No, not yet. Yeah. I'm no. trying to get my brother to buy it so I can... I'm lazy, so... Yeah. I figure eventually it'll show up on YouTube for free. I saw the first episode. It was good. Play me some more Picard later. Um, do it. So the sherry finish. It's definitely... I definitely get a... Just... Uh, the lightest is sherry on the nose, but it's more um, it's more malt and brown sugar and, and uh, cocoa. I agree with you. I was a little underwhelmed by the sherry presence, but remember, these are refill sherry yeah. butts, and you don't even know if they're yeah. first refill first or second third or, third or whatever. Refill. Yeah, it's, well, based on the color, it's got to be second. Yeah, but it's, it's or or third, or third or fourth. You get a lot of cocoa on no, this. No, you get too much flavor for third or fourth. A lot of milk Very chocolate flavor here, but. Do you think nobody got pound cake? The first thing I went to was like on the finish, on the on the nose. It's like that's like buttery pound cake, and then I got the sherried fruits. Yeah, on the palate, it, it's this thing's it, it's coffee, it's chocolate. I get some orange on the back. It's 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 almost I don't want to say Dalmorish, but it's it's a little reminiscent yeah. of the chocolatey orangey you get out of a Dalmore, just not as not as intense. Um, it's not as heavy. No, not as heavy. Not as heavy. Um, well, again, I think the style's relatively light. Yeah, it's a light. Their oh, whiskeys are very, lighter, more medium. There's, there's a lot lighter whiskeys than this. This is medium. This is medium. But all in all, a lovely whiskey. I really like this one. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, it is nice. It's it's very well balanced. It's not, you know, when you when you get something inside of a sherry cast, sometimes it's overpowering. Yeah, uh, you know when. But this one here, it's. It's almost like it's not enough of the sherry influence in it. Yeah, it's just a hint. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a, a hint, hint to fill in that void. It's you know, like you said, it's how many times have you had a sherry finished whiskey that tastes like a glass of sherry? Somebody drops some whiskey in. Right, exactly. The Which is great if you're in over, the mood for sherry. <laughs> right, overdone. It's overdone. Yeah, not this often, one is, but but uh, that has happened. Oh, right, yeah. this <laughs> is the opposite extreme. This, this is, is exactly just got a very is, light hit of sherry. That's why I say I don't think this is a first fill sherry. This is probably a, right. a subtle right. sherry. Right. Probably not. Either short amount of time or re, multi-reuse well because they say, right because they say several months so um 
you know, the influence is, you know, you have to, it has to be a second or third second fill. fill. Yeah. If but, it's several you know, months in winter, then not yeah. going to have a lot of influence on the yeah, flavor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it's cold, you know, you can dump it in and it's still, you're not going to get as much of a character. I, I can't help comparing it to the sherry bomb I had yesterday. We had a Glendronic 15-year-old at the store last night. Oh, my God. That's a sherry bomb, but it's beautifully done. This I like. I, I mean, I, there's nothing yeah. wrong with this. I'm just not, I'm not going in there expecting a sherry bomb. You look and see yeah. the color. Yeah. No, it's right. it's well, it's, it's exactly what I expected it to be. I mean, I I thought it I thought it was lovely. Um, what you read? What do you think, Maury? Well, like I said, um, I I thought it's subtle. I think it had some finesse. It doesn't hit you over the head in any one direction. Uh, I thought it had nice balance. Uh, again, if you're really looking for a heavily sherried whiskey, this is not it. But I think the sherry adds some um, layers yeah. of complexity. It adds some uh, nuance to it. And uh, I think it's a beautifully done whiskey. And it's I gotten much better it. with air. So yeah, yeah, and the air so. And that's something we've noticed with Armoric, uh, with all of them. The more air they get, the more they really, they, they drastically change. Yeah, they shine. These are all non-show filtered, correct? As far correct. as I know, yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't try any water in these. Yeah, I think it, again, it's not a sherry bomb, but I think it's it's. It, I don't think they intended it to be. I think it's extremely well balanced. It's. I I think if you'd over if you'd overdone the sherry influence on this, it would be an entirely different whiskey. But yeah, lovely, uh, really really nice. Um. So we're going to be giving the Armoric uh, sherry finish four sips. That's classified. So we're going to move on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have our resident. Uh, Pete specialist uh, Brent, tell us about it. Well, thanks, Bob. This is the Armoric Double Maturation. This is a 92 proof, 46% ABV. This is another non-chill filtered. This one, best in show, double gold at the San Francisco World Spears Competition back in 2014. This expression was created in partnership with a local Cooper in Brittany that crafted uh, new casks using local Brenton oak. These casks are then charred before being filled with the new make spirit, which is aged for five years before being transferred into Oloroso sherry cask for a second maturation. Now, it doesn't say how long they they keep them in the uh, in the you know in the second cask, but again, the you know very light, very light uh, color, light straw color. Um, we get uh, get raisins. And apricots. That is not straw. That's a pale gold. Look at this. And there's a, there's red glints too. You guys, we didn't have enough whiskey for our glasses. All of a sudden, he's he's a color specialist. You know what it is? You know, his his former job. I'm he, racist. I see color. His former <laughs> job. He used to mix paint at Home Depot. So yeah, mm, yeah. Unlike you, I don't see colors. So. <laughs> it all depends on what kind of straw you're using. You that's know? true. There's light straw, dark straw. I don't know about you guys, but. Uh, Justin and I, we don't drink color. So long as there's no plastic <laughs> straw, because plastic straws are just inherently bad for no, the environment. No inherent taste. But uh, yeah, on the nose, you get some, uh, I get raisins and, and apricots is the main thing. Just a little bit of, uh, it's, like a, it's like a new like a new make leather on it. Um, on the uh, on the palate. The leather I get, really jumped out at me. It was good. You know? No, I like the raisins and the, and the apricots. That's really Spot sounds, like, sounds like his evening last night after he got home. The weather jumped out, honey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, mm. on, the, on the uh on the palate, it's a very nice, uh very nice mouthfeel to this. It's a nice smooth coating in your mouth. Um I get lots of fruit. Um lots of fruit and vanilla, some citrus. 
He's not laughing at you. He's laughing. Yeah, I'm laughing at what you just said. Yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole ball gag thing. It's so smooth. And it's got it's a smooth. great coating in your mouth. It's like, <laughs> it's like the ball gag went in a little bit too tight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is uh, this is nice. You, you know, a little bit of cocoa on it at the end there um, to finish it off. And again, this one is not overly. There's, it's, you know, it's not. It's elegant, o- o- right? Exactly, it's elegant. exactly. There. You know, it's, yeah, the sherry, uh, yeah, the sherry is amped up in this from the first one, but it's not overdone, right? Oh. Right, and it's you actually get a little more oak. You got that new uh, yeah, new it. French oak yeah. that comes in. You get a little hint of oak at the end, a yeah. uh, little tannic. I thought it was nice. Yeah, yeah, and I think that I think the Breton oak definitely is giving it a, a a different angle on the oak flavor as well. So, yeah, what do you think, Justin? The nose reminds me of like a good Cohiba Maduro cigar box. It's really nice. A little tobacco, leather, vanilla. On the palate, I got oak and clove mixed with the vanilla. And the finish on this spirit was pretty long. Yeah, it's definitely longer than the first two. It had a nice light oak finish, just like a beautiful cigar box. The cocoa comes more out from the finish for me, but I Correct. agree with you guys. This is good. Just you see this on the shelf somewhere, buy it. It's not yummy, 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 yummy. Give me more scotch, man. Give me some more Picard too. I need some Picard. Uh, I don't know if I have any more Picard in the computer right now, so I'll have to look. But mm. yeah, this is just this is really well. I mean, obviously, there's a reason this thing won double gold. This is this is elegant. This is really really lovely. You know, there, I, one thing I about, hate about this whiskey, it frankly is just there is no more. My glass is empty. Bob. Well, you're a lush. <laughs> Damn. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's uh, it's it is what it is. What does Fred Sanford say? You're a drunken lush. That's what Fred Sanford says about <laughs> you. And Fred Sanford is never wrong. So now this is this is really really nice. It's again, it's got that fruitiness up front that so far all of them have seemed to exhibit, and it's got that little bit of cocoa finish on the back end that that. All of them seem to have as well. I don't know if I guess it's just uh, a character there still. These all kind of remind me closer to like dessert, like a dessert whiskey, you know, like you like after like after your meal. They're not that of, sweet though. I mean, I've had no, 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 no. They're not that sweet, but you know, like you know, like like after your meal, you yeah. know, to, you know, before you're getting well, to your dessert. What Justin brought about this one with a, I think this would pair well with a very good cigar. It yeah. would, and also. It would cut a creme brulee really well, so you could get that creme brulee flavor. I, I over and over I think every whiskey goes great with creme brulee because creme brulee goes with everything. Yes, <laughs> but my favorite my favorite creme brulee whiskey is the Compass Box Hedonism. I mean, oh, let's be honest, Kool Aid goes with creme brulee. brulee. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> would you like some red or purple Kool Aid with that creme brulee? <laughs> creme brulee. <laughs> really, I don't give a damn. Just as long as you keep bringing me that, Dude, then I'm I'll, fine. I'll, I'll do I'll yeah. do original Gatorade with the yeah. creme brulee. <laughs> Yeah, it's like hot donuts. I mean, you know, <laughs> every would, good brunch. I'm would you like some pond water with the hot table. donuts? Yes, I would. Yes. That would be fine. Is the light on? I'm going. You know, so I but, used to have the app. That's that's how I got the diabetes. <laughs> 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 the, they had, they had they, Krispy Kreme had an app that told you when the local Krispy Kreme. Uh, had hot oh, they still have that app. The lights Didn't they on do now. Still? Oh yeah, yeah, they do. His wife just blocked it on his phone because she's afraid. That- fat son of a gun's gonna die that's how i lost my feet (laughs) 
first it was the fingers and then it was the toes and then yeah. <laughs> well we're going to be uh rating the <laughs> the arm rack double maturation forceps that's classified so we're going to be moving on to our next whiskey and we're going to have mr diabetes tell us <laughs> <laughs> well guys i got the diabetes but i take the oatmeal down uh the expression, okay, the Armagnac Armagnac Wilford cask. Wilford Brimley sitting next to me over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Armagnac cask finish, 117.5 proof, 58.75 ABV. Already I'm liking that. Uh, this expression was created by the importer, Heavenly Spirits, in a collaboration between Armagnac and the oldest Armagnac house. Dartilog, I can never pronounce this. Dartilog. Say it again, Mari? I think it's Dartinolog. Yeah, but I'm pronounced. It's it's it looks like it's spelled wrong here. Then maybe I I sell this going Armagnac. I love it. Just can't pronounce it. The Dolph new makes was aged for four years in refilled bourbon barrels, and then spent a further two years in the Armagnac barrels. Uh, the color is again the, like Maury was saying. This one is definitely the straw color. And on the nose, at at first it was very muted when I tried it, and I, it didn't really appeal to me. But then as it's opened up with air. And just a drop of water. It's apples and pears. Pears, pears and pears, more pears. Pears, pears exactly, right. right? Exactly. Pears, pears all. And a it's like hint pear of brandy on the nose. Wow. Uh, candy, right? Wow, wow. A tiny hint of orange peel, but just pretty. And the palate. Mm, mm, mm. It's like Jordan almonds and pepper and peaches. What uh, did Jordan ever do to you? You. Jordan? Yeah, he took their almonds. He's bastard. He had almonds. a great three-point shot, though. That's true. As I was saying. Bad gambling <laughs> habits, though. I love this flavor. Peaches. and uh, There was some tobacco coming back at the end of it. And um, there's a spice. Uh, did you? Uh, we were talking off the air. Did you say star anise on this one, Justin? Or? No, the last one. The last one, no. Uh, but there's there's it's like a licorice, but like red licorice, I guess. Yeah, it was uh, kind of, and it's got a pretty long finish. And the proof on this is fantastic. It'll stand up to water. I didn't do water at first, but water did bring out a little bit more. I got to tell you, first of all, it, it if you didn't look at the proof statement, they all are fairly similar in terms of heat on the palate. Oh yeah, you don't you, you don't wouldn't know that this is uh, yeah. 117 nah. uh, proof. And uh, they don't say whether or not this is actually barrel strength or they just chose that proof. But nonetheless, the amped up proof, I think, helps, adds a lot of dimension to it. And uh, it's really a lovely whiskey. I, but I got to stress, this more than anyone has changed so dramatically with air. It oh, just, yeah. they need air and time in the glass. And not like not a lot, you know, 15, 15 minutes to half an hour. Half an hour. Half an hour, let it breathe, you know, schmooze, schmooze with people in the room, flirt with your wife, come back to the whiskey, and we'll come back to the show after the break. And we're back, and we are talking about some of the lovely French single malt whiskeys from Armoric. We're sitting here with the boys and Mr. Diabetes, to my right, so. Well, uh... There's no diabetes here. There's no residual sugar. Give me a bottle of anything and a glazed donut. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Mr. Diabetes. There you go. That was awesome. Well, very Come on, timely. You missed Diamond Dave. I, I'm trying to download the app again, man. You missed Diamond Dave. They won't let me. They, my, my wife blocked it completely. Yeah. Is there a Krispy Kreme near here? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. About half a mile north. Yeah. Mm. Is there one here? Yeah, about a half mile north area. That sounds oh, good. I, don't know I think it's crutch I think we distance. have a field trip. They open 24 hours after the basement closes. They make a great bun for a hamburger. I've oh, been there, yeah. done that. No, dude, no. Yeah, I'm man. sorry. That's a freaking abomination. <laughs> That's West Virginia. Yeah. You go to yeah. these little roadside stands, cut, cut the Krispy Kreme in half. Oh, I. Krispy Kreme and fried bologna. Uh, dear God. Actually, there's a restaurant here locally in uh, Cooper City that makes bread pudding out of those Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm. Pretty amazing. I, I think this is a win win for everyone. But uh, the whiskey also is a win-win. Uh, we were talking about the proof being high, but you can't really taste the proof. No, no, it's, no. It's, it, 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 it adds no, no. It burn. adds some complexity. But other than that, I think it's really, really nicely done. Um, it really, but I can't stress enough with this whole line of whiskeys. Uh, air, pour in your glass. Come back to it in half an hour. Uh, this this whiskey is dramatically transformed, and, and it really just took time for the fruits to come out. And if you're not talking pears. to your wife and you can't flirt with her, just start an argument with her. By the time it's over, the whiskey will be great. And then you'll need it. Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, strategies. <laughs> there's strategies to keep you away from the glass long enough to let the whiskey breathe. Because I know explain, some people That can't. explains Our a lot. Needs these asshole. strategies, yeah. yes. <laughs> That really explains a lot. People tell me all the time. They buy wine. I tell them, you need to hold this for at least a year, maybe five years. I'm drinking it tonight. You have to have strategies. Keep keep things. Put them away. When you pour a good glass of whiskey, you have to let it breathe. You can't just go sucking it down. Take a bottle to the head. Come on. You're thinking the the same thing I'm thinking. He has a strategy. Really? He's open the strategy. Strategy is go to go to Krispy Kreme and take that grease and just inject it straight into his vein. I guess I don't know. What's the fun in that? It's not the grease. It's the sugar. It's got to be down your belly. The sugar. Anyway, we were talking about creme brulee for a long time earlier. Well, what do you think, Brent? So this one is nice. Pears on that nose, just uh, the pears, 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 you know, with the nose. A little bit, little bit of vanilla, but then on the palate. It's it's not just, it's like cooked pears and fresh pears. It's both. It's just amazing. Yeah. And then on the, on the palate, along with the with the uh, with the pears and the vanilla, I got like an like a earthy, you know. I guess that's from the tobacco, you know, that tobacco, a little bit of earthy uh, taste to it, mm-hmm. but not nothing like overwhelming. But it was, you know, because it was very pleasant. This, but this was surprising to me because when you have a cognac finish or an armagnac finish, I tend you I you expect more of that dried fruit, apricot, peach, dried peaches, a little more spice. Pears was just out of this world, and I don't know where they came from. Yeah. So, uh, this is a nice. And if the uh, pear starts to fade, you add a little water, and the pear nose just comes right back. Well, I, I can't add water to an empty glass, dude. Well, you can, but watch. Won't have a lot of fun. He does it all day long. Brent has been drinking water out of these glasses. For those that can't see, Brent has just added eight times the amount of water to whiskey in the glass. Thank you. The only one here who realizes it's radio. <laughs> Brent's staying rehydrated in this show. Now this one's absolutely lovely. I I, I I adore the nose on this. Oh, so good. And again, just the longer it sits, the better it gets. It's, uh, mm. but on the palate, just the, you get the almonds and, and that tobacco note. Mm. Yeah, just, just extremely well done. Um, 
just that little hit. Well, sorry, Brent's staring at me. Yeah, a lot of smoke, Brent. Yeah. No, this one doesn't have. He's, a, he's not listening. Uh, just a just a little hint, just enough that you can taste it, and uh, just extremely well I done. I got more smoke on the last couple. Yeah, I no, I didn't get any smoke, smoke on this. Yeah, I didn't get any. I mean, I for a guy that detects smoke, I really didn't detect uh, you know smoke on this one. You know, maybe that. A little bit of that earthy note to it, but I just envisioned Brent standing in the hallway at my house making that stupid beeping noise when the battery's low. <laughs> I just read my mind. My battery's a little low. I just bring Brent over. He's the new smoke detector. Just beeping in the hallway. Beep, my wife beep. is like, get the gun. <laughs> is that the tag beep. device so you can find your feet with your phone? When I hear that sound, I think he's just backing up. But that, you know. <laughs> But no, absolutely. Well, he does uh, have that sound on. He backs up anyway. A Sorry, a lovely, you already made the joke, dude. Yeah. Going beating a dead horse. An absolutely lovely whiskey, and we're going to rate this one four sips. That's classified. So let's move on to our uh, last whiskey from Armoric, and it is the Armoric Triagos. It's 92 proof, 46% ABV, not chill filtered. Uh, this expression was created in celebration of the 20th anniversary of Armoric and is a limited edition with only 2,000 bottles, bottles produced and only 240 of them available here in the U.S. This is the first peated single malt from Armoric and it is named after an island chain off of the coast of Brittany. I think that's where Blofeld has his evil lair yeah, on the island off the coast of Brittany. Isn't that it? Yeah. So. Yeah, I believe so. That was not for public release. Ernst Stavrop, I've uh, But on the nose, this is their peated whiskey, and I get basically no peat on the nose, which is the, the crazy thing about this. I get the fruit, just like all the others. I get cooked peaches and pears, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of clove. I would agree. There's no smoke. May, maybe just the slightest hint that I'm barely. It's very, out. very faint. But on the palate. Mm, on the palate. A, again, more wood smoke for me than medicinal PD smoke. I agree. Um, you just get that slight little bit of medicinal around the back of the tongue but it's Very mostly slight. campfire smoke um a little bit of citrus a little bit of lemon on that um some pepper um you know very very interesting very very interesting it's uh if you're a peat head it's not going to be the one for you i didn't even smell the peat on this no that's the thing not it's, at all. there's none on the nose but it but but the smoke is on is on it's the all retronasal baby yeah it's definitely mid and late it comes in really more on the finish yeah. than anything else yeah it's not up smoke. front it's not the you know it's this is not a lafroig it's not a lag of Owen, it's not our no, it's just a little hint of uh yeah of smoke on the back which again the i XL. think i think was well done I think this was the correct thing to do. You know, they're a French single malt. They're not trying to be in Iowa. But that's really the question is who would it, who does it appeal to? It's definitely not a peat head, you know. And it's too much peat for people who don't want peat. Correct. So it's for people like us who enjoy elegance and balance. Or like me. The rest of you guys are Philistines. I love this whiskey. I want more. You still, you spell Philistine with two Fs, though. So, you know. <laughs> I'm supposed to listen to you. Yeah. Let's listen to the King of Pete, shall we? What do you what say you, King of Pete? 
<laughs> Got him at the right time. Yeah, Look at exactly. that. <laughs> I'm just happy to spray across the room. No, th- what I am surprised about is that as much of the, s- the smokiness, that campfire smoke and stuff that you get on the palate, you really don't get it on the nose. Even adding you water know, didn't bring it out. No, you don't get it. And I and usually when there's a when there's a smoky peaty whiskey, I can smell it from you know from a distance, and I can usually pick it up. But I don't get that at all on this one, which is, and so you're not expecting it when you first taste it. Then you're like, whoa, whoa, this is not what I was uh, thinking I was going to be drinking. No, it's and, fruity and but just, it's a just pleasant like surprise. It's not yeah. one of those like uh, right, right. Sometimes the nose promises so much, and you taste it, it's just flat. This is like. The nose is delicate and pleasing, and then you taste it. Wow, where'd all that flavor come from? I think I would call this whiskey the Pete Shepherd. It gently guides you and introduces yeah. you into the world. This of Pete. would be, yeah, this would be the perfect one to introduce somebody into Pete and bring them into the fold. That's right. I mean, it's not, it work, to it's the not dark working side. with Brent, obviously. No, but, no. Yeah. It, it takes it everybody else to yeah. the dark side. Yeah. The Pete Shepherd and the Sheep are scared. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna uh, change. No, that's me Alabama, over, where the men are men and the sheep are nervous. <laughs> yeah. So, but you do get that smoke on it, though. So it's so it is there. As you breathe out, as you breathe it's out, it's all on the exhale. It's all at the end. I've not, I've, oh. I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a big fan of these whiskeys. I'm trying to get more of them. Have you gotten any of them in the shop, Parm? Not right now. They're the distir- distributor who sells these is tiny, tiny, tiny. I was just sending emails. <laughs> but you are number one on everybody's list. During, surely. during the break, I'm like I'm sending emails, <laughs> trying to like, do you have more? <laughs> when can I get some? I'm literally doing emails right now. This is good. But this whiskey in particular, of all of them, takes a little bit more uh, selling, if you will, because you've oh, got to yeah. really guide the right person to this whiskey. I have several French single malts in the shop. And people have no idea what to do. And that's, I've got literally, I, I tell the employees, how, you, you train your employees, you do all that thing. But for, for this kind of stuff, I have to be there. And Wait, he trains his employees? Is that new? No, that's not new. That's why they keep getting snapped up by other people who pay them twice as much. Well, that's just because you pay them a dollar cheap. and a quarter an hour, you cheap bastard. It's, <laughs> it's not hard to double yeah. that. It's, yeah. it's minimum The last one left so they could scrape whiskey. septic tanks because it paid more money. You know, mm. it's like. What I do is I just uh, go to the f- local fountain at the mall and clean the pennies and the quarters out. Uh, well, it's better than what you used to do. I used to pick up employees at the runway home, but uh, I digress. Now that, th- that was a different job, Bob. Oh, oh, that's right. That was when you were in the, quote, film industry. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. There's Ugh. a lot of that in South Florida. I think man. I just wrote my mouth a little. What did you think about it, Justin? So... I got like a applewood chips on the uh, palate, which was no one else has brought up. And I did get the smoke. I've never in the chewed nose. an applewood chip. I have yeah, some in the garage. You want to go get it for you? I've smelled it grill. A whole bag full. Yeah. All right. You <laughs> wet them, you throw them on your coals, it smokes your food a little bit. No, I'm under- I understand the uses, but I, I don't get that palate, that, that palate, t- that tasting note at all. Neither I do I. Where you come from. Sorry. And on the yeah. nose. I did. Are you I did, sure you've got the right whiskey? <laughs> it's been nice hearing from Probably. you today. <laughs> I did get a little bit of smoke under the cooked peaches and pears on the nose, and you definitely get it on the finish. But this is probably the best balanced spirit we've had today. 
And I could see why they rolled it out for their 20th anniversary. I liked it a lot. No, it's extremely well done. Again, uh, I don't think they overdid the Pete. I, I, I still think, you know, I mean, again, it's hard to, like you said, what do you, Pete Head's not going to freak out over this and people who are Pete averse are not going to want it, but you got to, you got to shoot for your target. And I, I think they're shooting right where they need to. Right. So I really think the retailer uh, has a lot of work to do with this whiskey to guide it to the right home. Yeah. We we did a big tasting yesterday and I'm trying to show people elegant whiskeys like this. And there's some people who just don't, I want to be hit in the head with Pete or I want a sherry bomb. So I had both there and we did like so many whiskeys. If you get somebody who's really, really into whiskey, not, you know, the guy trying to impress his, his, buddy next to him because he's drinking something that's 16 billion parts per million worth of phenols you octomore know, 10.1 yeah octomore oh, 8000 you know yeah. i mean if you, you know if you get somebody who's really into whiskeys and is enjoying sort of the exploration of them they will absolutely love this agreed know, the meathead um who's looking for pete isn't going to know what to do with it but then again the meathead who's looking for pete doesn't know what to do with 99.5 percent of the whiskeys that are out there so there's lots of pete heads out there who can appreciate good whiskey they will buy you. Name uh, one. I can't name names. See, there you go. There you go. <coughs> Michael I'm a, Jordan. I'm a peat head. I'll drink. I'll, I'll drink throw that one out there. We were talking about Jordan before. I don't know. Maybe he drinks it. He makes good tequila now. Uh, Michael Jordan releases tequila. Sincoro. What's it called? Sincoro. The word C-I-N-C-O-R-O. Five gold. There's five of his partners. He and his he and four partners made this tequila. It's actually very well made. And what do they know about tequila besides nothing? Uh, they were. This is the, the story. Is they were getting drunk. Boy, that was there was a little LA venom in that one. Their mutual love of tequila, and they've got money. They've got it's money. It's kind of like it's. That's what they've yeah. got. Money. Tom Lots Clooney. Of it. Uh, not what's his name? Tom Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney. Tom. Yeah. yeah. Tom. No, that's George, even that's George's ugly tequila. fat brother. George yeah, Tom, Clooney yeah. and even uh, what's about the, uh, Cindy Crawford's husband? What's his name? Randy Gerber. The happiest man on earth? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Randy Gerber and, and Tom Clooney sold Casamigos for a billion dollars after the bonus. Frightening. All you need is money and somebody with taste on your team. That's right. You know who hates that? Sammy Hagar. <laughs> How much did he sell Cabo Wabo for? It yeah. wasn't a billion dollars. Yeah, it wasn't. And it was definitely was better to kill it. when you're as good as Casamigos. Oh, come on. Um, and then now there's a Nick Jonas has a tequila? Come on. Every if you've got money, that's you know, buy some liquor, make your own thing. If you got taste and money, there's a lot. There's a lot of bad garbage out there too. Thank God we don't taste it here. So at this point, he's batting zero, right? Yes. No money, no taste. There no money, go. no taste. There you go. <laughs> but I'm told I taste good. <laughs> no. What? What's his name? <laughs> Have we met him? I mean, I've been I've been hoping you'd meet somebody nice. I mean. <laughs> and they would take you away from us, like the not co- that there's anything wrong like with the that. Calgon man, you know. Jeez. Anyway. So anyway, I've, that's I've, what she I've, said. I've had a succession of wives. Uh, you have. <laughs> At this point, when he meets a new woman in a bar, he just asks her, "Would you like a house?" It's a lot cheaper that way. Bring me the saves on the lawyer fees. How are we going to rate this whiskey, Bob? Yeah. Well, we're going to rate this one four sips. Really. Man, five for That's me. Was, see, I told you you're all Philistines with two Fs. Well, we've got Mr. Pete over here, so yeah. that kind of messes us up. Always you know? bringing, down, always bringing down the average. Yeah. It's just like in school. We always mm-hmm. messed up the bell curve. Right? <laughs> see a tear coming down your eyebrow. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, 
That's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, and pretty much any place you can find a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or whoever the mystic person is that talks back to you from your phone, play podcasts, sip suds, and smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes float on Twitter every day at sipsudsmoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on the social media platforms. I also post stupid memes on the phone. I'm sure you do. I had a good one today. We got to do something. God knows you're not working. You can also check us out on Instagram <laughs> at sipsudsandsmokes or at mademanbob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. Some big help, and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, O Lord of Pete. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Thank you. He's like Michael Flatley, the Lord of Pete. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. I'm still lamenting over the broken crepe maker. I was really hoping for crepe Suzettes today. You just want donuts, fat boy. I know what you're wanting. Crepe Suzettes all <laughs> the way. A crepe place at the Aventura Mall still? Yes, there <sighs> is. Some Thank you, Justin. Merci beaucoup, Monsieur Bob. Oh, I just, I'm just creeped out. <laughs> Thank you, Harm. Yeah, mercy, Bob. Mercy. All right, Mr. Made Man Bob, reminding you that life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Man, thank goodness we didn't have to do that today. Not at all. No. It's Kudos just, it's, to the French. It's just so remarkable how every one of these just opens up so much. Yeah, really. Nice, nicely done. It's a good day. been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.